All right, howdy. Welcome back to Wimbly Mania, the greatest podcast that you've never heard of, brought to you by the greatest band that you have never heard of, that band being Windley. You have to follow at Windley underscore band on all the social medias to look at us, to scream at us, to shame us, and all of the above. I'm the best in the world, Andrew Ryder, and with me as always... Man's best friend, Devin Hopkins. Devin, how are you, pal? I'm doing just fine. I have this down to, this is this is a you, big you, episode you for got, us. You got that one, like, out. This is episode 69. It's a very nice episode. Nice. This is going to be a nice episode. Nice. Nice. And uh, every time I, I open up, I always have to hold back. I want to do the show like uh, uh, Mad Dog Chris Russo, who's a sports uh, radio broadcaster. And he, the way he always opened up his shows, and he still does to this day on High Heat, uh, is the he just screams like, yeah! he like he like he like goes up. He kind of he does like a, I didn't do it very good justice. It's a sort falsetto. Of, you know, it's not a falsetto. It, it builds up. It's sort of like, uh, he, he does that. T- the THX a, intro. Yeah, sort of, and uh, I kind of wanted to do the, you know, the fuck the Windley Mania for this week, because of course, uh, we uh, fallen brother, we always talk about our fallen brothers, uh, the, the Iron Cheek. Oh, yes. That died at the age of between 80 to 84. No one's really no one's sure. No one's sure what his birthday was. There were some, like, claims that he was born either in, like, 1939 or somewhere in the early 40s. People were not sure of this. <laughs> I, this I man's saw it. Someone said, yeah, he died in 81. They yeah. Just, they just it, said, it, yeah, it, 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 I feel like that's the closest thing. But still, nonetheless, I mean, he is, you know who the Iron Sheik is? Uh, to yes. our unnamed guest, I'll bring you famous in. Famous wrestler, correct? He's a famous, very famous wrestler. Uh, Devin? Yeah, he was also. From the WWF era. He, well, yeah, he, he, well, he, he did a lot of, uh, he, you know, he was in Portland in his early thing when he started doing the Iron Sheik uh, character. And then really, like, he was, like, in his early to mid-40s when they joined the WWF. And that's when he was, like, he kind of got the character down. So he's doing a lot of character work. and But he was just, he was very addicted to drugs up until, like, the 2010s. And so his, and his body was, like, not really hold, holding together even in, his, like, his 40s. And, uh, what kind of drugs, you know, crack cocaine, ah, good stuff. Yeah. So, uh, but I was just, I was just, I thought about doing the, what the, the fuck the windly mania, fuck, fuck the, the windly mania, fuck the man's best friend. But you know, my, I feel like a lot of people know him through that kind of realm of just people like enabling him to make him shout. Like he was yeah. on Howard Stern a lot. Well, I was going to say he was on Howard Stern a lot. I guess um, he's, he's like an honorary member of the whack pack. Uh, yeah. Which is all those characters that yeah. uh, that were like in and out of the show, yeah. And I saw I watched a couple clips of him on there, and there was one where they were talking to Hulk Hogan, and they were just going back and forth over the phone with each other, yeah. And then they ended it with oh, "I love you, man." <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, I I have to ask my mother about this, but she used to go to the wrestling shows, you know, uh, when they when they I guess when they moved more so in uh, to South Carolina when when Mid Atlantic was still hot. Um, but she went to a show and Devin, you know, her friend with the three sons. Yes. Um, Iron Cheek was like yelling at her, like the, give me your phone number and stuff like that. <laughs> I, I got to remember the exact story, but, uh, another fallen brother, watch his, uh, 1984 feud with Sergeant Slaughter, the bunkhouse match, Madison Square Garden. 
Yeah. That's our. That's, that's actually homework. a fuck that holds up. Really? Yeah. I, I I remember watching it. I started watching it about a year ago because my girlfriend's dad is a huge like Sergeant Slaughter fan, just because, because of he's the a GI Joe fan. connection. And I remember showing him that, and he'd never seen it. But it, I was like watching it, like holy shit! Like this is for, that was probably like some of the best like stuff as far as like his WWF stuff. And then before that, when, before he was Iron Cheek, he was just sort of like this like undercard baby face and he was very lean and stuff and a very technical wrestler but once he got the character it was just like you know he didn't really you he know. was just like he was just lean into that yeah Iraq number one Russian number one USA Haktu or whatever but anyways um, we are not alone today in the uh, storage unit we have um, Shredmaster General uh I, I'm just going to make a bunch of guitar playing puns because that's that's mainly what I know you for. But you play in uh, Narsera, the the mellow death band. As people are, I've heard like 18 people yesterday at the show say they're a mellow death band. I think that's for, the, for closest, Beach. the closest thing that you can yeah. describe us as. Yeah, but Jason, Jason Grant, how are you? Woo! Yeah, I'm great, man. Thank you for having me. Yeah, we, we, well, we've, we've done a lot of episodes where we heard the Narsera practicing. And we always end up kind of going in like a sidetrack, like talking about the band because it's all very exciting. And uh, we were like, well, we should probably uh, actually have uh, a, <laughs> a representative. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we've had Chad on in the early uh, Windley Mania days. The pre, need, the pre Nasser days. But again, we need we, one of them has to come on. And uh, yes, it, it's you. Yeah, I'm. I'm here. I guess I'm like the. <laughs> The granddaddy of Nasser, I guess. The grand? What, is, what do you mean by that? I, like, I feel like don't isn't there a member who's older than you though? Well, like yes. in the band, wouldn't he be considered <laughs> the granddaddy? Steve is vastly older than the rest of us. He's a little I'm, more grandfather. I'm catching up. Uh, I just mean that, but the the band kind of started with me and a drummer. This is long before Chad, but it started off with just guitar playing and drumming, and then eventually Steve and Elliot were in Severest. Yeah. Another local band. That band was sick. And that kind of fell apart at the same time that the other drummer and I were progressing. And everything kind of fell in place. So we added Elliot as the vocalist and then Steve as the bassist. And before we know it, we had a full lineup. Um, that drummer was Luke Wright, who's now playing with Doyle. Doyle. Oh, on oh, tour. Yeah. I didn't know the yeah. name, but I know Doyle. So. He's yeah. like this kid, he's like 18 or 19, oh. right? <laughs> I think so. He had crossed paths with. Doyle on either like Instagram, something like that, where he would always do like a bunch of covers and just phenomenal for his age and for drummers, period. And however, they started a relationship. And I think as soon as he was legal, it was like, let's go, let's do this. And he got a great opportunity and he's killing it on the road. Wow. That's, that's pretty cool. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. So, uh, how long have you been playing guitar? Because when I hear uh, you play guitar, it's like this guy's been playing for a long time or maybe just <laughs> like very intensely for a short period amount of time. No, it's 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 probably since I was 12. I'm 39 now. So however uh -huh. many years that is. Yeah. Okay. Quite a few. Um, the mathematicians Math. out there will figure that out. <laughs> I'm not going to. Um, we'll be here. We'll be a whole hour. So, so figure that out. Yeah. So like. Why, why, why'd you play, why'd you play guitar? Because Metallica, when I, man. No, just Metallica? <laughs> no, I was a kid born in 84, growing up in the MTV of the 90s with music videos before it went to like complete 
nonsense, but <laughs> now hold was, on, there nonsense. Was, what do you mean? I don't know. But, like, what are you? What's the show on there now? Don't they display ridiculous? It's ridiculous. Well, Rob, there's a good reason for that. Rob Deerdeck pretty much kept that channel. It's like 24 hours of ridiculousness yeah. now, isn't it? It's pretty. Ridiculous. I don't really know what it is. <laughs> okay. So okay, so and then you saw Metallica. We had Hitbangers Ball, which would come on at uh, night, and that would be like all heavy bands of the '90s. Uh-huh. Whether it was Megadeth, Metallica, Pantera, Nine Inch Nails, take your pick. But I saw the video for for one, and it's the one of them like jamming in the warehouse in black and white. And by the time it gets to the heavy part at the end, it, like I'd never heard anything like that in my entire life. And that's that was it. I just wanted to play guitar at that point. Sure. There's a lot of guys that are old like me that fell in like the same guitar path where it's like Metallica worship. Yeah. But we've been struggling for like 20 years trying to wait for like the next good Metallica album to come out. <laughs> so it's kind of like being like, oh, I listen to old Metallica versus like being a closeted fan and then lying about hating load because i actually really like that album <laughs> uh-huh. i haven't i haven't listened to that in forever you're not missing too much uh-huh. but the new album like i'm really proud of them they've done well like so i've I've, still... listen, I've listened to a few of the songs uh it took me about like a year or two to actually sit down and listen to hardwired yeah and i thought that was actually like really solid for what it was but you're I've... never you're never gonna get master puppets again you're never gonna get injustice for all again and that's like the stuff that i really fell in love with but as the years progress in high school, Metallica puts out crappy albums. You find heavier, faster shit that your friends show you. Sure. So you start listening. Like at the time, I think early 2000s, it was all about Opeth, Nevermore, Soil Work, Meshuga, and Flames. Lots of like mellow death. So you can hear the, a lot of that in yeah, my yeah, playing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And a lot of those bands progress, so they don't sound like that anymore. But in my head, I never did. So I uh-huh. just kind of stuck with that early 2000s kind of sound. Yeah. Kind of before core kind of took over. Sure. So I kind of live in that realm and use that Kirk Hammett crutch of a wah pedal and <laughs> fake it till yeah. I make it. That's about yeah. all I got. You mentioned In Flames, and uh, but like the Horacle album is like one of my favorite uh, like metal albums specifically. And I it, now that you said that, it's kind of like it's clicking with me, like listening to you guys practice and you guys play at the shows. That that it that is definitely clicking with me as far as like how you make your lines and stuff. Yeah, we have one guitar player, so yeah, yeah, most yeah. of the time I'm playing those kind of like harmonies by myself. So it's not the you don't get the same in Flames vibe, but there's a lot of trim picking stuff in there where I'm kind of doing it. Kind of does sound it like it, but yeah, I do my best. If we had another guitar player, it's another ego and more drama, and then <laughs> the whole writing process there, yeah. goes out the window. You're looking at it. You want to get? Hey, do you want to get in a fight in the future? <laughs> We play guitar in your band. That's what I'm known for. I'm known for getting very mad and fighting with other people. That's, that's your thing. Yeah. Um, so you you told me that you were from uh, Virginia, right? Yeah. And how, how long were you, were you there until you moved here? So born and raised in the northern area in that Fairfax County, uh, Centerville, Manassas area. Manasses? Manasses. Oh, I see. Manassas. Yeah. Some people. A little hairy out there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I don't know, I haven't been up there in a while, but in my 20s, I was living in, like, Hampton and Newport News, near, like, Norfolk, Virginia Beach area, um, and that's kind of, like, what I consider home at this point, uh-huh. but I've lived here for six years in Myrtle Beach, and I'm not planning on going anywhere. Family's here, got the band. Sure. Yeah. What else do you need? 
Yeah. Uh, so were you kind of exploring your local music scene when in uh, Virginia? Yeah, I had um, I had originally gone there for uh, school, like uh, Christopher Newport University, and I met some metalheads there. And I had a couple little projects, but nothing ever like bloomed into like a full lineup and stuff. But there was a band that I had before I moved, so maybe like seven, eight years ago. We were called Donzer. Donzer? Yeah. Spell that. It's not it's not my my choice, but we kind of just you know democratically voted on it, and that was like I wanted to be like. Uh, God damn! You guys remember that? Um, there was like a YouTube short of the guy that was. Uh, man, I wish I could remember the name, but it was like this, like fight-oriented laser raptors. Hitler was involved. It was like 15 minutes long. Oh, oh, oh! The uh, the was that the ultimate it, showdown thing? No, no, I don't never think mind. That was it. Never mind. That's gonna. That's gonna. That's, what I, that's I the first remember. thing that came to my head. Yeah, the, but it's like like ultra violent. But there's like, it's like Lethal Weapon meets like a kung fu movie and fighting and all this stuff. Either way, uh, there was like laser raptors in it, and I was like, let's just call our band Laser Raptor. <laughs> oh, that, that's that's way more yeah. badass. Yeah. What did you say, Donzer? Donzer. Donzer. Okay. So Donzer came around. It was like, I don't know the conversation we were having whether it was politically correct or not, but. It was about how many people misunderstood by the Don's early light. And they would, like, how many people pronounced it just oh. Donzer? By the Don's early light. Yeah. So, like, pretty, people just I like that. Never, never understood that, yeah, yeah. that combination of words yeah. that just flowed together. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, it, yeah. it also yeah. sounds like it could be, like, just some obscure character yeah. from, like, a sci fi or, like, yeah. fantasy story. I, I feel like the, the national anthem was written in hindsight that, like, hey, we're going to play this at, like, sporting events where a lot of people are drunk. So <laughs> it'll be very easy to sing and, like, slur your words while you're going through it. Yeah. And then half the people forget the fucking words regardless yeah. anyway. It's so like the yeah. it's like the elemental P part of the alphabet. Elemental P. It's one word. It's a flow. Sure. Yeah. Not a great story, but interesting I like band it. name. Donzer. I do well, that was interesting. Yeah. Donzer. Yeah. And then when you explained it, it fucking wow. <laughs> <laughs> no. There's a little more to it, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so uh you were in Donzer. And yeah. uh, so Donzer was it was a metal drummer. It was me. We never had a bass player. By the time we added yeah, those yeah. other parts, I had already like planned on moving out of town. But uh, those guys still play, but they're not doing the same thing anymore. Uh, but it's nice to know that, you know, I didn't fuck everything up by leaving. <laughs> like, sure. Still like have something going on down there. Right. Um, our singer was kind of like a. Kind of like a Backstreet Boy kind of guy that we were trying to train into metal. <laughs> oh, okay. Did so you just have a good it was, voice? It was like not really screaming that I was going for, but the music was kind of like Tool, Alice in Chainsy, not really like what Nasser is doing now. So it was kind of interesting. It definitely yeah. different for the time. We're much more progressive. Yeah. Stupid seven-minute songs and things like that. Sure. I and everybody's like, those. God, when's this song going to be over? <laughs> I love that. I love... Uh, that's a that's a feeling I crave is to be playing in a band that <laughs> plays that long songs, and they're not jamming songs either. It's like literally like seven verses, uh-huh. and I I want to look up into the crowd and see them look absolutely bored. Although I get that in Windley sometimes, but uh, you know <laughs> I, I like to do it uh, you know in a more antagonizing way. You yeah. guys have such crowd participation. How long does it take to get people to sing along with you? Or like you have almost trained the local audience. 
Like, Four years. They see like Jared jumping around. They know when to get in a circle. They know the words. It took us a while, yeah. really. Like it was. It's impressive. It was not overnight. I mean, it took it took us having our stuff on the internet for long enough, and for us to actually get people to continuously like return to our shows yeah. and things like that. But it's it's really cool to see now, especially like at home. Like, it's. A, I think it's a it's a key thing for the success, especially of a band in your style. Because you're kind of, the lyrics are already borderline emotional, but if people aren't feeling it, you know, it's just another band, another song. But sure. they really get into it, man. They really do. That's good. Yeah. Um, As an outsider looking in, it's <laughs> impressive. Oh, thank you. It means a lot. I don't, think, so I don't really think about it uh, yeah. too often, but yeah, it's pretty cool. You should turn your guitar up louder, too. And I've thought about, every time I feel like I am <laughs> turning it, like I, I'm getting progressively louder. So like a Ooh. year ago... I was super quiet. Yeah. So, yeah, but I don't know. Especially that building, I always get kind of nervous because it's just cinder block. That was uh, another thing that took us some time, too. Was to, like It took us longer than it really needed to, to us figure out good volumes. <laughs> yeah. So, but uh, next time at Fresh Beard, I'll make sure to be obnoxiously loud. <laughs> uh, but, um, What's the worst? Somebody yells at you to turn it down? That's basically what Daryl was doing to me yesterday. <laughs> I was going to ask about your rig, but I do want to ask you about uh, when you moved. You said you moved here six years ago, right? Yeah, that's about right. So, uh, did you? What was going on six years ago? I mean, were you into like this anything? Is, it's just pre-COVID. Okay. So I think like 2017 is kind of so. There was a couple of good years before COVID hit. Sure, but I mean, were you like going to any like shows that may have happened in that time? I didn't really know anybody when I first got here. The only way I got introduced to like local metalheads or whatever was buying gear, like buying used gear, whether it was like a cabinet from somebody that was a local player or buying a, an amp head or something like that, like stuff on, you know, like Facebook Marketplace, tracking it down, trying to build my rig down here because mm-hmm. I didn't really move with a lot of that stuff. And slowly i got involved with visions of brutality so that was kind of my first in here playing with another band and i played with them i think for maybe like a year year and a half something like that we did a music video i did some solo work for them and i just kind of was in school and wasn't doing too hot in school and the band was kind of stressing me out a little bit so i kind of politely backed out and apologized and I took kind of a year off and that's I knew when I was like ready and school was about wrapped up that I kind of messaged Luke Wright about playing drums and trying to jam a little bit and that was the beginning of Nasser. Right on. Yeah. So and then your your guys' first show was that gym show. Yeah, next how, how level was, fit. So how was that? How did you have fun? Stupid <laughs> crazy man. 250 yeah. some people. Yeah. yeah. Like I had I just remember seeing the faces of even even guys that had been playing for a while. Like Elliot's played a bunch of shows. Steve's played a bunch of shows. Chad, God knows how many shows he's played. But oh, you yeah. could even see like the 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 shit frozen look on his face before we were about to start. Like I don't know if we could do this. And I was <laughs> like, it's gonna be fine. It's yeah. gonna be fine. Yeah. And we we pulled it off. Yeah, yeah you I did. think there was a. There's definitely some flaws in the set, but I mean, two hundred fifty no, people didn't yeah, tell. No one, <laughs> no one, unless you're like yeah. severely fucking up and making it look obvious. I mean, you know, no you're, one knows. You're your own worst critic, anyways. But sure, for sure. 
I think we, we learned a lot from those mistakes, and now we've corrected them, but found some new ones. <laughs> and we'll go from there. It's part it's of the journey. The, it's the two steps forward, one back. But uh-huh. we're a little bit more forward than where we started from. Yeah. Um, and then you, this past, well, yesterday, actually, for listeners, that was last Thursday at the Arcadia Studios you guys played. Yeah. How was that? About 100 people showed up. Yeah, what um, was the final count, Devin? 94. 94. 94. But there was like yeah. over 100 people in the building. Yeah. Because yeah. there was a lot of photographers that didn't The, the bands, that didn't pay. the photographers, so. a couple family members. Yeah. So probably closer to like 120. Yeah, but still 94 people gave 10 Plus you got all the people, the staff members of Arcadia too. There was yeah, about sure. four or five people from them. <laughs> this is like a, <laughs> this is like old WWF where I count everyone in the yeah. fucking building. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. uh, the guy at the hot dog cart, the yeah. yeah. guy at the beer cart. Yeah, yeah. yeah there was like four people <laughs> from the Nosh Pit truck. Yeah. yeah. Oh, right. yeah, the Nosh Pit. Yeah, yeah. Um, 90,000, 90, 90 93,419 yeah. screaming Nosferatu maniacs out there. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, the yeah. Myrtle Beach shows, I was talking to Costin, and Devin's a big part of that too, but Costin, his goal was 40, so we goals, doubled that. Goal's yeah. always 40. Yeah. <laughs> so success, I mean, for me, I I personally wanted to see 100, and we did it. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Very happy. Yeah. yeah. Especially, but, like, in that room too, like, yeah. Once it once it's like full, it's it's full, and I haven't really seen like I haven't seen the crowd yeah. from the stage yet, but I imagine it's pretty cool looking. Yeah, I couldn't see shit up there. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. There's a bunch of fog going on. I Who was, had the fog machine? They got Daryl's got one, but like below the stage or something. Uh huh. But it's cool. He's got that like laser thing going on there too, which is really <laughs> yeah. cool. But I could like barely see my. That's the first time where I've been like, man, I should get those lumen lace or whatever those <laughs> glow in the dot things oh, on yeah, the top yeah, yeah, of my yeah. that like would have been perfect. Yeah. I never thought it was necessary, but I really couldn't see anything up there. Yeah. So uh yeah, at that gym show it was more massive, but uh, you know, yesterday was also it was pretty massive. Your uh your 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 gig rig. The gig uh, rig to say. Uh your so what the like what did you have at the gym? You had uh, yeah. four cabinets <laughs> and two heads. I had two full stacks. Yeah, yeah. Running at that show, yeah. So, so I had a. Yeah. I do it like if you've ever played with a full stack behind you, that top cabinet like shooting right into your head is like the worst sound in the world. Oh, okay. I don't care if you dial it in right when it's on the ground. By the time it gets ear level, it's like, it it sucks. Yeah. There's no way it's going to sound good because it's just hitting your ear the wrong way. So I actually don't run like the top two cabs were. I have a solo rectifier and then I have a triple rectifier. It's like 90% of the sound is coming out of the bottom two cabs. And that's the triple rectifier with the delay and all that stuff. And then the top two portions of the cabs are just like a little bit of the solo rectifier. Okay. So it's just a little bit coming out the top, which is also, it's a clean sound. There's no like delay pedal in that loop or anything like that. So it's almost like running a wet dry rig, mm. but with like two full stacks. It's pretty sick. A lot of fun. Uh, I can imagine. And uh, But this last show was just two, like just one full stack, but we had the 412 on the left and the 412 on the right with the, the triple rectifier. Were they both going? Yeah. I, I did that once. And that was awesome. Yeah, it's sick, yeah, man. It fills up. That was a two. But then, like every yeah, sound, every right. every sound guy is like, "How many do you have?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, sorry, it's necessary. Yeah. I am sorry. 
Um, but I was telling Daryl too, cause we were backlining. I was like, well, how many of these bands have two guitar players? You know, they're going to use them anyways. So they got to be up here. So I, sense, I, I yeah, got yeah. that kind of justification out of yeah. it. Yeah. So wasn't uh, his, uh, yeah. Steve's bass rig was off to the side. It was. Wasn't it? <laughs> oh, was it? Yeah. Stacked on the floor. He couldn't fit it on the stage. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. Oh man. So, uh, Steve's the uh, conspiracy theory guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Anything government conspiracy related. You said you didn't want to talk about conspiracy theories. You were, you were like, no. Uh, I I'll talk. I'll talk a little bit. But if you want like the in-depth rabbit hole kind of thing, yeah. And Steve actually has a lot of uh, facts he likes to throw in too. I'm more speculative. Like if you want to talk about the moon landing or something like that, <laughs> like, I, for me that shit's real. Fun. That's moon landing. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Uh, maybe not. I don't know. But uh, a good I, flat Earth conversation is always yeah. good. You know, I, 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 I've never been in the conspiracy theories, but there's this comic book. I think it's still going. It might be ending soon. It's called Department of Truth. Okay. And uh, it's basically, um, it's like Harvey Lee Oswald. He like runs like a secret like agency. Harvey Lee? Or what's his name? Lee Harvey. Lee, Lee Harvey. Lee Harvey, <laughs> Lee like, Harvey Oswald. Harvey Dent. Harvey Lee Dent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lee Harvey Oswald, he's, he runs like the yeah, secret like uh, fucking uh, yes. yeah, <laughs> like agency in the government. And like, it's like these people, there's like a real thing in the comic book world in this comic that like if people like believe into these conspiracy theories, they become true. So there's like this, like the first book, there's like a bunch of like rich guys and they're all sort of like being like the puppet masters behind like the flat earth thing. And then they all get in like a jet plane and they go to like the part where the earth actually ends. And it's like, it's happening. We did it. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that, that book's nuts too. And uh, James Tinian, the fourth, the writer, but uh, you know, fucking comic, you like comic books? Uh, I have a, I have some buddies that are like diehard into them collectors, like uh-huh. thousands of dollars worth of books, like retirement invested. Damn. And I'm not, I'm like not even. Rem- like I think if I was into anything, it'd be guitar stuff. But I'm such a cheap ass that it, like I can't bring myself to collect more than the guitars I need. Yeah, I don't. I don't That's care. like I have. Well, Devin, you're the one that buys guitars all the time. Well, look, hold on. I worked <laughs> at I worked you... at Guitar Center, and that was bad for me. Yeah, it was really I bad could, for yeah, me. Yeah, that I'd be in trouble too. Yeah, because like they give you a, it's a pretty solid discount. Yeah, and you know I was I was like, hey, I want that, but I need to get rid of something, <laughs> and then I'd be like, I don't really want this anymore. I want this instead. But now I'm set with what I have, and if I'm buying anything new for myself now, it's like I'm looking at cheap stuff again because. Yeah. Cheap stuff is like still fucking great. Like the Joyo stuff, the oh, like even the great. Amazon pedals, those are supposed to be pretty good. Yeah. I went down the the pedal rabbit hole for probably a good three years. You know, like once you first discover pedals, it's like oh man. That was it's like you just opened up something that's like you can change everything. Yeah. That's why like being primarily a bass player, I was so glad that like when I worked at Guitar Center, I did not fall in love with pedals that much because, like, I, I got like four. You already have here. way too many. I have too many. I don't even use them all. Yeah. But you, if I played guitar, I'd have like a double decker pedal board. Yeah. You know, because I don't really play guitar that well, so I would need to cover that up. That's why. See, I play guitar <laughs> very well, so that's why I only have. <laughs> I, I agree. That's why I only have three pedals and one tuner. You're not hiding behind the pedals. Hell no, dude. Why would I do that? <laughs> no. Um, are you set with everything you have? Or you want no, more shit? Never. No, never. I tried to trim it down because I had, I had, so in the world of the pedal train pedal boards, there's the pedal train pro, 
which isn't like the 42 incher, but it's like 32 or 36. Basically, it's like three feet of pedal board. And I think at one point I had 19 pedals on there. So I was so obsessed with trying to make my guitar sound like a synthesizer. Interesting. Which took so many pedals. Now, can I ask you why? I don't know. It's my favorite sound in the world. Oh, just synth? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Devin's got his synthesizer. Is it a bass synthesizer? <laughs> yeah. No, it's I, just a regular boss one. I okay. actually started yeah. using that one, too, because... There's uh, I don't I don't use it the way that this other guy does, but uh, I think it's Pierre Nelson, Pierre Nielsen or whatnot. But he's the guy that filled in for Meshuga, and he's like Scar Symmetry, just a phenomenal like guitar player. But for his like last album, what he does is he'll you can blend like clean with that synth sound, and so mm -hmm. he does that with his lead tone when he plays like leads, mm -hmm. and it's it's pretty sweet. Getting a weird buzzing. Hopefully I can fix that. Um. <laughs> So what do you, what's, what do you, you have two like, just like pretty crazy metal guitars, right? You just have, you have like your flying V. Yeah. Was that a Jackson or? They're, they're like Frankenstein Oh, you guitars. like built them. Yeah. Yeah. What, what's, what are they made out of? Well, so. Wood. What? De Devin. <laughs> Balsa wood. <laughs> there, there's like a, a handful of guys that make these kind of uh, fender scale bodies that are like bolt on. Yeah. You know, so if you got a fender neck, you can get whatever shape you want and they bake the scale and they drill all the holes and the for the pickups and the whatever you need in there, the bridges and all that stuff. So you just bolt it to whatever neck you want to. And the Jackson neck that I have is like a an RR3, like a Randy Rhodes, but it's 22 22 frets, 25 and a half inch scale, so it fits that fender scale. So I can put that V on that neck and then all the hardware I just throw into it. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Plus it's like original. Like nobody's got that guitar. Yeah. Sure. But I got another one that's coming in that body is gonna be like an explore shape. And that'll take yeah. place of the, the backup. But what's same, your, what's same your, thing. Your, your other one's an explorer, right? Or what is, what's your backup? <sighs> the backup it's another V, but it was a crappier oh, body oh, before oh. I found out about this other builder out of California that's doing the bodies for me now. Oh, okay. Yeah. See, I use that thing, and that's Devin's. <laughs> and I still need to buy it from him. Hey, it's kind, it's, it's kind of custom. Uh, it's very custom, actually. Yeah. It fell, fell off the truck. Guy, uh, one of the guys I used to work with, bought it and fixed it up. Who and, took uh, the finish off the neck? He, uh, the guy who used to have quick. it. Is there a pick? Have Jason shred. There's a pick right next to you. Shred on the microphone. Shred on the microphone. It's a very like I don't I I bought it from he he brought in a bunch of shit one day because uh, I just tuned it up back to standard so I might be out of tune right now and it's also a little warm in here, but yeah that's okay. He brought it in. This is like my go-to little like pentatonic licks, right? Look at that. I play like three scales and that's about it. I don't play any scales. <laughs> None? <laughs> well, I don't know. I, there's like the I do there's like this three on a string like exercise I'll do sometimes when I'm just sitting on the couch. Look at that. Yeah, my strings are all like floppy. Oh Here's, yeah. This has got some nice tension to it. I'm a sucker for a Les Paul. I, n I never was like a Les Paul like fan because I didn't like the necks. It's the most it's the most iconic guitar ever. I would say arguably next to the Stratocaster. Oh yeah, but I oh I had a I had a 
my uh, my my first guitar was like a like a fake Stratocaster, the Best Buy one. Yeah, the Star and, then, and then my stepdad, I, I started using his, and I really liked that guitar. And all the Les Pauls I played had like like that big neck. Yeah, I did get a uh, what was that thing? The LTD. Yeah, I had one of those, and that was like a it was like a blue Les Paul thing, and that that neck was like super. Th- it was a U line or U thin or whatever it's called. Yeah, that's a really thin neck, and I, I kind of like that stuff too. But then that that one's I, I like the neck on that. And I, I, I like, uh, those are both bridge pickups, right? I believe they are. Um, I, I just got, moved I, the one up to the neck. Yeah. Those are not the ones that came with it. Uh, I forgot what they were actually called. Cause I guess he had, I guess he had those two laying around and he just put them in there and it sounds fucking awesome. Yeah. It does sound really cool. No, that's like half the battle. The only thing like you can play any guitar, like I'm not a big sucker for the whole tone wood thing. Like yeah, I've never, that never really made sense to me on electric guitars, especially. Yeah. It's more about the balance. Like, you ever had a guitar that does the neck dive thing? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Like I actually the, have, my, my telly does, I That's got to happen with basses all the time, I would assume, right? My Reverend doesn't. Um, I had a jazz bass that kind of did. But my Reverend that I primarily use, it's the body is like chambered, so it kind of like yeah. is balanced. So it doesn't do it like a little bit maybe, but not a whole lot. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's like the thing I hate the most is the neck dive. So the bodies I get, they're like solid mahogany. It's like the heaviest thing. <laughs> sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Most of the Les Pauls have those little mahogany bodies too, so they're always like they feel like boat anchors. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what that is. I don't, yeah. It doesn't feel too heavy. Well, it's got some weight to it. Yeah. Well, my the yeah, Stratocaster. You're, you're in the right around that seven and a half to eight pound range. Yeah. Where a lot of guys are like, "Oh, that's too heavy. I'll never." Well, you know. Those standard like yeah, Superman, those and super strong. strong. Those yeah. Gibson ones are like those are the heavy ones. Yeah. Except for the like the tributes in the studios, they're around like the eight pound range of the Epiphones. I think my Stratocaster are that a little heavier than that. Really? Yeah. Really? Which is weird. This is pretty heavy, man. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, maybe I just don't notice. <laughs> You're probably just used to it. Super maybe. strong too. Yeah. <laughs> been working out, big yeah. guy. So you know, I I've been lifting. Yeah. You know, yeah. guitars. <laughs> Move out of the way, Costin. <laughs> and Garrett. Costin Garrett. And whoever else picks up things for leisurely fun. Um let's see. Do you do you want to do you want to play a game perhaps? <laughs> yeah. yeah. We got games? Let's play a game. So, we got uh, games on this podcast? You know, you play guitar. Yeah, I feel like we nerded out about guitar stuff. For yeah, a people bit. were hitting the 15 yeah. on the podcast thing. For yeah. <laughs> They're like, ah, oh, damn. I it. found it compelling. At least we didn't get it's into like matters. noise gates and stuff. <laughs> I didn't yeah, really, like, you know. really cool stuff. Um, so, do you, okay, let me ask you this real quick uh, before the game because it has to do with guitar and metal. But do you have any uh, um, things outside of metal that you enjoy? I think, so, the best band that ever existed to me is this band called Richelieu. 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 Like For a, some reason, I thought you were going to say the Eagles. No, it's like <laughs> it's like this acid rock band that uh-huh. existed that was years ago, like maybe like, I don't know, less than 15 years ago, I was really into like Tool and Alice in Chains, and I used to just blare it after work at the bar, and it would play through all the speakers. But YouTube, the algorithm would always like suggest that I listen to like Richelieu, uh-huh. and it would always pop up on that side. And then it was basically, if I could describe it as anything, I wouldn't relate it to Tool, but more like Mars Volta, like oh, wow. down that realm. That's an amazing singer, very uh, 
high end oriented, but like solid lyrics and not like crazy. Like you would think I would just be listening to like shredders and shit, but it's more about um, progressive music and really like riding the wave. Sure. Very trippy sometimes, but they broke up. But their last album was, um, I think it was called Living as Ghosts with Buildings as Teeth. It's just fantastic <laughs> album. Yeah, yeah all the Living way as Ghosts. With buildings, with buildings as, as with teeth. buildings as teeth. Yeah, as teeth. Yeah, fool for a day, king for a life. And they'll, <laughs> king for they'll, day, they'll never king get day. back together. They'll never play again. I never saw them live. But just amazing. I have to check them out. Yeah, yeah. sounds I cool. I had a band like that too. I discovered uh, like randomly their their CD was in like the twenty five cent section. They were called <laughs> Volante. Oh yeah, I remember you showed me that. And them. Uh, I wish they 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 tease getting back together, but they were like they're from Maine, and like they're they're like their Facebook page has like a hundred likes or something. Yeah, and for some reason their CD made it down to Myrtle Beach, <laughs> and uh, that's like. Oh man, what, what? How to describe that? It's almost like uh, like a Sunday real estate cursive type of band, like you know, post hardcore like emo kind of yeah. stuff. Uh, and uh, they're, they're they did I, have some coheed elements as well. I remember I haven't listened to them in so sure. long, but I remember that like yeah. when I was static over to sunrise. It. I think is the album that uh, I found. That's a that's a good album. So uh, yeah. Rishu, what is it again? Uh, Rishlu, like Rishlu, R I S H L O O. I think okay. it's like a Catholic thing or something. I'm not. There's, mm. there's like a. It's not just an imaginary word. There's some depth there. Sure. I Going back to band names, where did Nasser? Yeah, come hold from? on. Yeah, what, what, Nasser. Where that, where that come? Is from? it Nasser or Nasser? We, we, we. But uh, we always use both interchangeably. I knew, I knew this would come. up. I forgot yeah. to ask. I was just. I was. This is. This is going to be one of those debated names because Chad doesn't even know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Chad. Chad's a Nasera guy. I'm a Nasura guy, so it's just they came around like a, a play and scribbling up the words for rhinoceros. And I was a big stickler for okay, the band name has got to end in a. The band name has got to have three syllables. So if there's an encore, <laughs> that's, that's interesting. Like, well, to like yeah. Well, if it's if there's an encore, it's got to be like. Nah, sir, rah, nah, sir, That's cool. That's, that's got, a good way to if think. You, like. If you got like four syllables, it's a little too much. Like metallic, or whatever. <laughs> okay, yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. just hard. Queens to of the Stone Age. Yeah. Queens. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a, that's a good way to like. I'm gonna start my band. But I want to be prepared for when people don't want to stop listening to it. The oh, world is a beautiful place, and I'm <laughs> yeah. no longer afraid to die. See, they never get that. Yeah. There's no way in hell it's they get too that. Much. Yeah. That's interesting. What does it mean? So I was bound by those constraints. <laughs> Were you? From, from the beginning. <laughs> you did that to yourself. From the beginning. I was very hard on myself. Yeah. But yeah, that. so the rhinoceros was the beginning of it and just messing around with those words, shortening it up and coming up with Nasera. And I don't know. The logo came second. I did the logo and it looked badass and nobody seem to care that that's what the band was going to be called so you know you normally go. you got people that are like well i got this idea for band name too or they have their own logo or whatever and it's like i just really wanted to be called this yeah <laughs> everybody I, ran with it i don't i don't i don't really think it matters what the uh, band name is because there's so many dumb band names like winley yeah <laughs> that's two syllables stupid. though 
Windley, Windley. Yeah. That was the idea. It's brilliant. <laughs> that was the idea. It's brilliant. You're yeah. already set up for success. Yeah, people want to chant that, I'm sure. And and you can do the three syllable thing. You can go Windley sucks. Oh. Or, you know, fuck Windley or whatever, you know? Yeah, maybe if, that's why you got to go three syllables. So it's awkward when the sucks part gets interjected. Yeah. You know? Hey, maybe it's Windley the rules. Windley. The Windley. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Should change it to the Windley. The Windley. We are the Windley. <laughs> My morning jacket. My morning. J- I want to do that all day. Just think of dumb. Yeah. Dumb fucking long uh, band names. Yeah, yeah. Or I guess maybe do they just go jacket? Jacket. Yeah, it gets shortened up. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, all right. So glad we got that settled. Where the band name came from, Rhino. Yeah. Rhinoceroses. Yeah. Plus, it's like it gives us an opportunity to have a mascot if we want to do that. Oh man, you oh, should, yeah. Get, yeah, you should you get a rhino, rhino yeah. playing the guitar. What's the uh, what's the <laughs> rhino from the fucking blue rhino up to now? Why don't you just steal him? Well, I don't know the blue rhino. Yeah, from the fucking boners pills. Oh, oh, Rhino sixty nine. He's still he's still singing. He's still slinging. He's still doing that. Well, maybe store. you can ask him. Yeah. Have like a, about wiener pills. Well, you know, he's the he's the mascot of the wiener pills, the oh. rhino pills. Yeah, the rhino. So maybe he's out of work and needs a job? Exactly. Yeah. Oh, okay. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll look him up on LinkedIn or something. He's probably on LinkedIn. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so the game I want to play with you is going to be Name That Riff. Isn't that exciting? You're going to have to name ah. these guitar riffs. They are, they are famous metal guitar riffs. Played you, by yours truly. You're playing I, them? Oh, that's what you were doing when I got... <laughs> so uh, I had to... Um, Shit, I should have came earlier. So I, I, I made the uh, guitar riffs uh, so that like you wouldn't be able to tell. like Because um, they're all from different eras. Okay. So it's like it's sort of like the same you know, thing. You won't be able to like tell for sure. And plus they're sloppily played by me. Well, that's not, with my, with that's my, the only way to do it. With my friend, the robot drummer. So, <laughs> so actually, I'm going to, I'm probably going to need to mute these because we do this in a very weird way. That's not coming from the uh, speakers, is it? I don't know. All right, let's go for it. You ready to play Name That Riff? And uh, Devin will be your help. I don't oh, know how much help you'll I don't be. think I'll be as much help see as my, huh? See my landline? Is, is my, yeah, just in my case. Yeah. Okay. So how many times start... do I get to use him every time? Or is it limited? Uh, you know, I think you'll be okay. I think okay. you got this. But uh, I don't know. I played these very badly. <laughs> so, <laughs> riff number one. Sounds like Judas Priest. Either that or Iron Maiden. Am I close? What was it? Judas Priest or Iron Maiden? Do you want to? Can you name the song? I don't know it. You were pretty close. That was Electric Eye. Electric Eye by Judas yeah, Priest. I knew it was yeah, Judas, I knew it was Judas Priest. Yeah. I was I if was blanking like, on the title of the it, song. If it was like uh, Painkiller, like I know that one. Um, what's the other one that's like? Dun, 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 dun. I don't know, they all kind of fucking do that, don't they? <laughs> yeah, I was trying to look at views. Is Electric Eye on? What album is Electric Eye? Is that on Screaming for Adventure? So Screaming Frank and the Law, I probably would have gotten. Yeah. Those, all right, so you're O. Two. Oh, you're zero points awarded to you. I got a half a point. Okay, I'll give you point five for naming the band. I was in the Good ball job, buddy. It's got yeah, a, okay, yeah. yeah, I'll take half a point. But I'd yeah. like to know the song, too, <laughs> because we got to name the riff. <laughs> right. 
All right. Now here's riff number two. Sabbath, deep purple. Okay, you were. That's Black Sabbath. Yeah. yeah. Do I do I need to give you a hint for the? Uh... I'm not gonna get the song. <laughs> oh, you're not a Black Sabbath. There. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, unless it's like Ozzy Osbourne era, or if it was. It was Sweet Leaf. Yeah. By I'm Black not a, Sabbath. I'm not into like the Stoner Doom thing. Oh, I tried okay. to. Well, for I a don't. Little I while. just maybe thought I. I was. A, I was putting you in the stereotype. I know. So I'm sorry. <laughs> you thought you thought you this. knew me, and now it's like. <laughs> well, um, I just was like, I don't know, making guitar. me look like an idiot. Over no, here. I feel like an idiot. No, I think it's great. So you have one point. Every everybody's just finding out how much of a fake I am. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> At least it's not my uh, my guitar playing. He's no. like, oh, I, I know that song, but you played it wrong. I think that. Kudos to the tone there too. Oh, thank I you, thank you. Wait till you get, we get later on to the yeah. So this is riff number three. Nah, I don't have this one at all. Huh? I don't have that one at all, man. Oh man, nah, uh, I got nothing there. Ooh, I can't become a guy. That oh, that, that's Megadeth? That's Megadeth. No it, shit. That's uh, Tornado of Souls. Uh, okay. That one, I don't even fucking know that one. Honestly, oh, okay. everybody does it for like the Marty Friedman solo. Yeah, it's a so pretty crazy solo. Yeah. Oh, so sorry. did you say, I, I, well, I guess with that, you have one and a half points. <laughs> okay. It's pretty good. Let's see if you can get. I thought I, maybe maybe I got one point for two half point scores. That's what I'm saying. You got half point, half point, and then another half point. For naming the bands, I didn't get the Megadeth one. Oh, though. then you only have one point. I'm trying to so be. I'm trying to be honest. Okay, so we can you can go for three, and that'd still be a passing grade. <sighs> All right, here's number. Here's riff four. You ready? Yeah, depressingly, <laughs> yeah. Let's go, Jira. I'm not gonna know the fucking song name though. What's that? Gojira, but I'm not gonna know like the song oh, name though. It is Gorgira. Yeah. It's Ocean Planet. Yeah. By Gorgira. So that puts you at uh half a point. One, one and, and a half, half points now for me. Hey. So you can go now two and a half, which I'll still consider passing. <laughs> this might be the toughest one, maybe. So now I'm, but I'm going to be, it's going to be very awesome. I'm glad I didn't wear a band t-shirt and you asked me to name three songs. I was trying to. <laughs> would have been so embarrassed. All right. Number five. And then we'll end this misery for Jason. <laughs> no, this is great. This is okay. punishing. Great. Very thrashing. Ideas. Devin, I, I had a I had a helper the whole oh, time. Yeah, I never exploited that. I wouldn't have known. <laughs> yeah. Um. I, I mean, is that? Is, it, I want to say it's Metallica, it. but no. I don't think it's Metallica. Unless it's something newer. It's in the realm of Metallica. Yeah, I was I would reach more into like like maybe Anthrax. You already did Megadeth, so you wouldn't do two Megadeths. It's in the realm of Anthrax. Some people. uh Helmet? No, no, no. not not helmet. Did... 
Slayer? No. In the realm of Slayer. <laughs> it's in the We're realm of Slayer. Definitely in that Bay Area thrash. De- definitely in that area. Oh, you want to at least go for the band. Mm-mm. In that area. The Bay Area. It's not Exodus. It is Exodus. Oh, yeah. I never would have got that. Oh. But well, I think Gary Holt's fucking awesome. He is. I, that's why I went to go see Slayer. <laughs> 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 Whenever that was, that was a while ago, but I went to see Gary Holt. That was the Toxic Waltz. Oh, yeah. By Exodus. I mean, you, I figured you were going to play like Inner Sandman riffs. <laughs> well, I don't know. Yeah, make I, this like really easy. Giving, you're giving you some deep cuts. I know. That's, that's like one of their bigger songs. I don't know. I Okay. Well, I'm sorry that I did that. It's nothing like finding out <laughs> you're not the metalhead you thought you were. <laughs> so we all learned something today. Then Jason's a the, fucking poser. Then coming to the poser. Two Dumb Guys podcast. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well. So how many? I'll give you the Exodus. You that was a lot. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. Was I, it? I enjoyed that. Yeah. Did you like my guitar? Yes. That yes. Took, that took a whole hour. Yes. <laughs> it's good riffing. Good Thank riffing, you. man. I think I played a couple things wrong, but you know, yeah, it doesn't matter. I play fun. wrong stuff all the time. Yeah, me too. Actually, no, I don't. Perfect. Shut up. It's very perfect when I play when I perform. It's uh, the epitome. Perfection. Yeah, that's well, why they call, you know why. That's you're why they so call humble. Me. I would never know. <laughs> yeah, the best in the world. He's so, <laughs> so humble. That's where that comes from. Why am I the best in the world? Because you're humble. Obvious. It's <laughs> a good way to like. Yeah. That's a that's the level of confidence I need in my life. Right, well, you'll get there someday. I guess about. that's why I'm yeah. apparently I'm man's best. So, friend, so. What, what was that? That was two points, I guess. So uh, that's you know two more points than you didn't have. I think it's overall it's less than fifty percent. It's not passing. Well, you know, you gave it a good try. We graded Uh, on a curve. Yep. So you actually win. Yeah. Because I took the test before you got here and I I got one of them. So like by me getting one of them, you get a difficult test then. I feel like most people would have got sweet leaf right off the bat. Yeah. I, with the call, I was going to put, throw in like a cough too at the beginning because like in the song the, the call I, w- I wouldn't have come up with it um, I think like by the time I started listening to Ozzy like it was more about like Crazy Train and Randy Rhodes so it's all stuff that's like post Black Sabbath but every guy that ever talks about metal is always like Tony Iommi is God and like especially the stoner like Doom guys it's shout out Cheap Speed all about him <laughs> yeah, shout out yeah. to our boys in Cheap Speed Cheap Cheap Speed, speed. yeah Big Black Sabbath fans. Big I like Black, Black Sabbath yeah. a lot. Um, but anyways, what uh, what arguably the beginning of metal? Sure, yeah. I, or I I like to give that to Fats Domino. Oh. I feel like he kicked everything off <laughs> with uh, you know his his stuff. <laughs> <laughs> he was fat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, I think that's how it works. So what what does Nasera have planned in the future? I know there's an album. Yeah, we're waiting on drums to be finished up. Vocals yeah. are tracked. Chad. Oh come yeah. on, yeah, he's a good boy. He's, he's working on it. He's I a good know. boy. We have faith that hopefully the goal is by the end of July it's done. There's right six Uh-oh. songs on there. Yeah, keep talking. Sorry, <laughs> I just forgot. I thought I thought of something. Go ahead. You're gonna get six tracks and then plus a bonus like instrumental track. Ooh. Total runtime is maybe like 35 minutes or so. Very sick. Nice. So it's a good first release. We just need stuff that's out there so people can listen mm-hmm. to us on you know Spotify, Apple, whatever they're using. Hell yeah. Yeah. I'm very excited to to hear the finished product. I mean, I've heard it live, but it's always it's always different. 
That's like, always worse live, I would say. <laughs> it's cool live. I think you're one of the better. You guys are super tight. I was going to say that earlier, like, because I, I didn't get a chance to, like, because I was running door at the show, so I didn't get a chance to watch your whole set, but, like, everything I heard sounded sure, sure so Sure fucking good. heard the whole thing. Yeah, you can hear it from outside. <laughs> you can hear it from out fucking yeah. side. But, no, everything I heard sounded really good, and I'd said this before we started recording. I wanted to save it for this, but I finally got to hear Steve do the background vocals, and I didn't, like, because I didn't catch him in the gym just because of the sound situation there, but hearing them in that room... Holy shit, that dude sounds evil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they do this, it's the second to last song we play. It's called Fixed and Dilated. And it's the only one we have with like this breakdown in like the end of this, the song. And we'll probably start doing more of it because it's kind of, that's the stuff. Like how you guys get that crowd to crowd interaction. It's riffs like that that are really going to do that for us. Especially and they here. started doing this chant thing where they're like, I... <laughs> and Steve's such a huge part of that, man. And he really is like that high, nasty, witch cackle, <laughs> screaming monster. Like, it's it's great. I, he's fantastic. Yeah. Cool dude. Whole all, band's fantastic. All cool dudes. You yeah. guys are all a bunch of cool dudes. Yeah. Bunch of cool, talented dudes. We're, we're trying. You succeed. Doing a good job. You're doing Thanks. great. And uh, I think Kostin said this last week, but the, the, the social media... With all the videos and shit, that's a ninety percent yeah. of that's Elliot. Okay, and he's and he's great. Yeah, I don't have the job. energy to do it as much as he does, but I'll do I'll do some, and then Elliot will do a lot, which is really cool. I don't yeah. think there's a day that goes by where I don't see something from y'all. Like even if it's from like a few days before, like I'll scroll and I'll see something that y'all posted. It's like holy shit, they're staying. They're they're keeping me reminded that they exist. Yeah, which I didn't really need, but I because I knew. But I need the helps. Know. Yeah, I need to know. What's your what's tell your, me, baby Jason? I need to what's know. What's your preferred huh? streaming platform or whatever? Whatever <laughs> social media platform do you prefer? Like, are you an Instagram guy or are you oh, like? A, I don't really like any of them. Yeah, uh, but I feel like um, I feel like anytime I need to reach out to someone, I use Instagram. Yeah, that seems to be working better for us, right? At yeah. least for exposure wise and gaining like new followers. Yeah. Instagram's definitely the move yeah. for bands right now. Um and I, I use Spotify personally, but I know a lot of people use Apple. Yeah, I use Spotify. But I use Spotify. I have the I guess I had technically whatever the music thing is on my <laughs> computer, but I use Spotify if I have to and then I mainly listen to podcasts, so I'm using the Apple podcast. So uh but yeah, Jason, uh, is what else, uh, is there anything else you would like to mention about the, the future or Yeah, Myrtle Beach else? Shows has us lined up with another gig uh, in September. That's right. I do. think it's like the 16th. Okay, when, yep. where is so that? So we start getting a little bit closer to that. We'll start pushing that really hard. Right on. But that's kind of it. We've had a couple of people try to contact us about shows maybe in Charleston and we're just, we're four guys. Everybody's got a job. So it's one step at a time. Um, but the Myrtle Beach thing right now is really working for us and it's allowing us to give us the time to finish the album. Yeah. But probably start trying to branch out here next year, I'd say, as far as, you know, maybe a couple shows in North Carolina. I got a good buddy of mine that plays, um, the, the band is called Septum Bone. It's kind of like Septum. a caveman slam. Hell yeah. Kind of <laughs> hardcore thing. Uh, Tim Coleman. I ended up buying like a PV5150, 6505 head from him 
That's sick. Like real early when I first moved down here out of North Carolina, I bought it and I drove back and I was stayed in contact with him, but there's another band he's good friends with called Chained in North Carolina as well. And Septim Bone is going to do like a, a release of a new song or a new like EP or something that they're doing. And they invited us to jump on that. But I think that's in October, but no, nothing confirmed, but possibly this year and North Carolina. It's very cool. sick. Bunch of hardcore bands. We're not really a hardcore band, but I think it'll still work out. They'll I still th- like it. Yeah, I think they'll still like yeah. it. Yeah. So where's the, all the Narcera stuff? What are the what's the handles? What's the handles? Yeah, you know, I mean, Narcera band. There's or, there's no crazy underscore stuff or whatever because it's like an imaginary word that doesn't exist. It wasn't like an issue where we had to yeah. like throw some numbers on it or yeah, something it like out. that. Yeah, um, it's just Instagram. It's just at Nasera N A W C E R A. Facebook is the same thing with Nasera, and then um, we got YouTube as well. But there's not too much on there. Yeah. But that's is any of your live sets on there? Did you record any of that? We did the like um, Jose is a good buddy of the Myrtle Beach Shows group as well too, and he does awesome video work. And he's the one that did all our videos on the YouTube channel from the Next Level Fit show. Right on. So if you're doing like local video, definitely get with Jose. Jose's the man. Yeah, he is. He's talented as fuck. He can play everything. Yep. <laughs> well, Jason, thank you uh, for doing the Windley Mania. Yes. Thanks for hanging out. Thank you for showing me how much of a poser I am. (laughs) (laughs) I love exposing people. That's one thing I I I knew this was one of those gotcha interviews. Gotcha (laughs) journalism. The poser exposer himself over there. (laughs) I love doing that. But yeah, I really appreciate it for uh, hanging out. And I'm excited to watch. Shoe's going to be on the other foot one day, Andrew. (laughs) When when Nasera Mania is is on, he's going to show you a bunch of of stuff. You're not going to know what the fuck it is. So, um. Right on. (laughs) (laughs) I had a a great time. Thank you for having me. And Chad, maybe he will join us next time. Yeah, maybe. I would love to have him next time. He's been on here a handful of times when we were first starting to do this. And, uh, you know, he maybe he was just nervous. Yeah, I was too. (laughs) No. All right. So, uh, again, you guys played yesterday, June 8th. And uh, the Myrtle Beach Shows Collective... Help put that together, and uh, they, they, you know, they they do a good job. But we need you. They want you to do a good job too by coming out to the shows. And everyone's been doing a good job doing that. But there could always be more people. And there's a bunch of shows. You got to follow at Myrtle Beach Shows on the Instagram and the whatnots for uh, all this crap coming up. So June 16th, that is this Friday at Fresh Brood. It's a uh, show starts at uh, 7 p.m. and it's ten dollars right now if on on Eventbrite. Yeah, you get on Eventbrite and buy a ticket. But it's $15 at the door, so you want to go ahead and save some money. Uh, we got Bedlam Hour doing a reunion, and uh, let's see, Circuit's playing, Brandy and the Butcher from Columbia, and uh, Heavy for the Vintage, synth punk band, with some old uh, Myrtle Beach natives. And then, let's see, the next day, Saturday, June 17th, at the Brick House Lounge, uh, $20 tickets. I think they're shutting off those pre-sales soon, right, on the 10th. Yeah, so, so by the time you're listening oh, wait, to this, yeah, so, you will not be able to buy a ticket. Sorry. So just uh, get there as soon as you can yep, if you want to get into the show, because it, we we have a feeling that a shit ton of people are just going to gonna walk up, and if you want to make sure you can see everybody, get there at like 4 o'clock. 
So I'm well, say. the show starts at six o'clock. Yeah, so get there at four. You know, what if there's a what if there's a line. <laughs> and that's see, there's Windley, that's us, baby, opening this bad boy up. Winds of blasphemy, a knife in the dark. X. No, they're not playing. Uh, your spirit <laughs> dies, and uh, no cure. Graves of valor. And my children, my bride, June seventeenth at the Breakhouse Lounge, twenty dollars. Yeah, that show's gonna o'clock. be huge. It's gonna be, be insane. Let's see. This isn't Myrtle Beach Show's affiliated. I got a few of those on here. I guess we'll go ahead and shout out. But uh, July 6th, that's a Thursday show at the DeVille Skate Shop over there on 38th Avenue. Yep. Okay. In the in the uh, Food Lion Plaza. Yeah, yeah. Used to be Bilo. It's Food Lion now. Yep. Let's see. 8.30 p.m., $10. But we got Drew Bears, Electric Pleasure. Devin and Connor are in that band. Uh, yes, we are. And uh, Waters Deep from uh, DC, they're a, a pop punk band. And then uh, local legends Ocala playing a show. Uh, again, DeVille Skate Shop, July 6th. Uh, July 8th at Fresh Brood. There's a bunch of crazy stuff going on. We got Pleasure Island, Middle Earth, and then the NC Come Dogs, July 8th, <laughs> Saturday at 8 p.m., $10 at Fresh Brood. July 15th. Is uh, at Fresh Brood again. That's a Saturday at 7.30 p.m., $10 at the door. Circle back. Wait. Huh? That's at Arcadia. Oh, I'm sorry. This is at Arcadia, <laughs> July 15th. Uh, Saturday, 7.30 p.m., $10 at the door. Uh, circle back, Harm, Candescent, and Pressure Falls. Correct? Yes. You All got right. it. You're and doing then, great. Uh, July 9th, or July 29th at Fresh Brood. Is uh, that's a Saturday, 8 p.m., ten dollars at the door. Blight Moth, formerly known as Monocopsis, formerly known as Nowhere, formerly known as something else, I don't remember. Uh, Stank Face, and then Hyperloops from Wilmington, and Orange Doors from uh, I believe they're from Charleston. Charleston. Yeah. Then uh, July 30th at Arcadia, there's uh, another show that is happening, of course, at Arcadia Studios on a Sunday, July 30th. Uh, Nag, uh, Corridor Circuit, and Relief. One of those bands is from the Ukraine. I think it's Corridor. Uh, Croatia. Croatia. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, August 12th at that's Arcadia. Sick. That's a Saturday, 7.30 p.m., $10 at the door. Manhack, Severed by Dawn, Box Ghost, and uh, Blood of a Saint, and Strike Face, August 12th at Arcadia. And that is all I have written down, so that's where I will conclude all the Myrtle Beach shows and the, all the other things going on. You do a you do a fine job reading those shows. Yeah, well, I try, you know. I'm doing it 69 times. Very thorough. Very nice. Thank you, sir. And thank you again, Jason, for hanging out. Thank you for having me. Uh, I'm so glad to have you. Devin Hopkins, do you have anything else intelligent to say? Never. I know you don't. I don't know why I keep you around. Actually, that's not true. That's why I keep you around. I don't know what you mean by that. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about your antics. All right, so uh, for more Windley crap, you got to follow at Windley underscore band and check out uh, windleyhub.blogspot.com. Follow at Myrtle Beach Shows. Follow Narcera on the thing, and then, you know, you're going to have a happy little dance and go to bed. <laughs> All right, so goodbye, everyone. Bye-bye. 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 Bye-bye.